You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. You really showed him. We got him. Classic, <laughs> classic Blackburn Bean Alley. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Hey, Pete, I feel like I haven't spoken to you in forever. Yeah. We actually haven't seen each other in no. forever. We had, a, we had a back in time episode. That's and true. And it's been two weeks since we've had a real episode because of the Super Bowl week. Yeah. So uh, here we are. We should have uh, played that uh, Huey Lewis song, the, the back in time. They're huge in the time travel. Uh, yes, the genre. Music yes. genre. <laughs> You look good. You're wearing a shirt that you're you're wearing like an oversized flannel, and mm-hmm. that that gives you just like that. I've got a body to me. Look, well, you know, I'm glad that I have it. Yeah, uh, makes I've, you look wide. I've been doing some some TV slash like web stuff. Oh yeah, and there's a big uh, confusion between whether a web show and it is a TV show. These nobody days. knows the difference <laughs> yeah, between so, those two things. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that for CBS. Yeah, and I've quickly realized that I don't have a lot of dress shirts. Ooh, because uh, they require that I tried to get away with it. I tried to be the cool guy who like yeah. doesn't wear the college shirt. Yeah, that lasted like. For two days, they're like, "Hey, please wear a college shirt when you come on the show." Right, unless you're doing, unless you're doing like a Henley and a blazer. But yeah, you need, yeah, you need some. So I, uh, I've quickly realized that I don't have a lot of um, rotating options. Can I tell you something? What this episode is brought to you by uh, J Crew Factory. I'm not a big J Crew guy, quite frankly. They're J. Crew might be the most disappointing store in the world. You always walk by, you're like, cool, J. Crew, let me poke my head in there. And you're like, I wanted to give you guys money, you idiots. Why didn't you have even one thing that I, like, I, I was trying. There are so many stores like that where yeah. it's like, let me see what's, what this place is about. And I, I'm, like, fully prepared to spend money. And I'm just like, ugh, no. A, couple, a few weeks ago, I went shopping with my mom because a gift that she gave me for Christmas was, uh, she was either she was gonna buy me something, either like a suit or a blazer or something. Very cool move on her part because really it was one of those gifts to herself. She got to fucking spend a whole day with Brave Dave. Great move on her part. And we had that experience. We're going to all these stores and we're like, yo, we're we're trying to buy stuff. Just give us give us something that we could want to buy. But uh, J Crew Factory, you get dress shirts there. They're not very expensive. And they're nice. They have the cool kind of uh, in-between colors, like the the Jim Halpert dress shirt colors. You know, he wears a lot of, is it gray? Is it, like, green? <laughs> is it, you know? So they've I've got... I've never noticed his uh, his shirts. Or maybe really? in a later season, because... Yeah, they it, really get him into those. And uh, I think they, they, like, tone down his hair. Like, they, they make him his yeah. hair presentable in the later yeah. seasons. I was way too distracted by how shitty his hair was at the beginning. I was talking to a friend the other it's day... not an adult ...about haircut. how uh, tragically heterosexual I am. And I was saying, like, I love John Hamm so much. I think he's so handsome. But if somebody were like, okay, time for you to have sex with John Hamm, I'd be like, I, that doesn't, don't it, think it, I it do doesn't this. feel like what, like, my body is going to do, you Especially know? Especially not with John Hamm. That shit's not going to fit. <laughs> That's well, <laughs> right. Well, depending on what's going where, uh, just, I, I could die. So looking out for my own safety. And she was like, wow, John Hamm, huh? And I was like, yeah, and I thought it was the thing where straight girls have this weird thing where they don't understand how hot John Hamm is, and uh, 
she thought that I was talking about John Krasinski, and I was so offended <laughs> that is, somebody could think that, that might, I would that look at be, John Krasinski and be like, Rrr. that might be like the the biggest like misinterpretation of something yeah. ever. Right? There's a very large gap between John Hamm and John. Krasinski. Because sexually, I could for sure hang with John Krasinski. But John Hamm, no. I also feel like there are so many girls that think John Krasinski is like the hottest shit ever, and it's right. just because they love. It's Jim. no. It's because they're. It's because they're heterosexual, so they. they have have some level better. of no, no, yeah. Right. So as heterosexual people, they're automatically dumber than everybody else. No, like because they're heterosexual. So I think that you uh, like kind of project on what kind of relationship you could have with that person, and yeah, like, Jim. you kind of build effect. in sort sorts of uh, feelings and things like that. You know. So I mean, how many times do you hear when someone sees uh, like when a man is talking about an actress, or something like you know, she would just be the type that like you could just live in a whatever and you could yeah. do this and it's like hey you guys don't know each other i think it's a lot easier when you're not uh actually sexually attracted to the person to just be like okay good forehead nice ears <laughs> kind of bring down that that whole sorts of thing so anyway uh if you want to get some cheap usable dress shirts j crew uh factory but again not a big j crew guy uh i do have some news for the the time that we've been away from each other um, I recently quit smoking. Oh, really? Yes. So that's that is doubly surprising news because one, I didn't know you were smoking. Yeah. Oh, I I I, I smoked for Ooh. a uh, honestly couple hours there. <laughs> well, it's very very brave of you, very on brand. Yeah. For you to quit smoking, speak my, and speak my <laughs> yeah. share my truth, share your truth, and also quit smoking. Very courageous. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that bit of news does check out because the one time that I've been to Atlanta with you, smoking happened. There were wait, but so, we weren't smoking. Yeah, we were. Were we? Oh, no. I don't think so. No, we weren't. It's that no. everybody. Yeah, you are correct. Everybody else was around us, and we woke up the next morning feeling like we smoked. Yes, right. Okay, so now, yeah, that's now where you're... my confusion comes from. Right, because I had the morning after of wow, it felt like I smoked. So last night. I was in Atlanta for a week, and the thing about Atlanta is most bars you're allowed to smoke. So most bars, People everybody's smoke. smoking. <laughs> they take that opportunity. It's not like uh, like you know how there's no smoking in bars and stuff. It's not like because the smokers thought. You know what? I, I won't smoke yeah, in here. Right. If you were to say, hey, you're allowed to smoke right now, they'd smoke like crazy. Yeah. So uh, bars in Atlanta, tons of smoke. So uh, I was out at a bar and in Atlanta and uh, feel a little saucy, figured I'm gross anyway. I smell like smoke. <laughs> uh, why you got not? a smoker look going on, especially right now. You've got a, like the... The beanie sort I think of like I got hanging like a, off. Like a, I smoke like a smoke pot look going on right <laughs> yeah, now. It's either one. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm doing a, a beanie. I, I'm starting to take to beanies, especially the brunch beanie. I'm really, you, that one. The the brunch beanie has the uh, right like length and shape and everything. I've been trying to wear some other beanies lately. It just doesn't do the trick. Yep. Black beanie with a little bit of it's the friends one. Uh, this episode brought to you by brunch. <laughs> Buy that because at least for me with the long hair, it uh, it kind of works. Yep. But uh, to complete the image for uh, those wondering what a smoker's look is, I'm wearing my Texas Longhorns <laughs> shirt that we got in Texas, and I'm wearing a uh, what would this be called? A uh, a polo zip up. Like a yeah, like it's a, a zip up hoodie. Uh, you know what I call it? Uh, do you wear quarter zips much? 
I no, I'm more of a full zip up guy. Yeah, my guy, uh, my guy, Tommy Giles wears quarter zips a lot. He does, and you know, oh yeah, he's just an like beauty. so white. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so you know what I call that look? The the Giles. I call that the the QT and the QZ because What's the QZ quarter zip. Oh, okay. And okay, okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys met have met Tom Giles or know what he looks like. Real cutie. Oh yeah, just screaming cute. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, one night I just, uh, smoked a bunch of cigarettes until like four in the morning and I wasn't like partying until four in the morning. I wasn't like doing crazy stuff till four in the morning. You're just enjoying the act of smoking cigarettes. Just like sitting in a bar. Just, I I mean, I just, I really wish that cigarettes weren't so disgusting. I know. Because the act of smoking cigarettes is, is cool. So that's the thing. You feel cool while doing it. I had to get buzzed. Uh, to get to the point where my body <laughs> could t- tolerate the idea of doing such a disgusting thing. But it was like, you're going to smell like smoke anyway. That's you true. might as well. And as we learned last time, you're going to feel like you smoke cigarettes. So you might as well smoke cigarettes. And you know what's crazy? The next morning, I didn't feel bad. Really? It was the, I, so I'm sick now. Just given the hours and planes and... Walking around a lot and not drinking any water. You're always going to get sick. I I broke the right. Like, I broke the world record for not drinking water in Atlanta. Every morning, I would wake up not feeling sick. And I was like, it was like in in John Wick. uh, uh, You know, when he says, like, like, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want me to owe you. Yeah. When uh, Lawrence Fishburne's like, okay, you owe me now. And he's like, dude, big mistake. I was like, I feel like God is. Is gonna one day be like, yo, you owe me. You were supposed to be sick that whole week. But naturally, as soon as the Super Bowl started, like as soon as like uh, it was uh, foot to uh, football, as soon as it was third leg, Greg to uh, who makes footballs, Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just was immediately sick and have been absolutely terrible since. But yeah, so uh, for a few, uh, a couple hours, I smoked cigarettes, but I've given it up. Well, uh, over the course of this conversation. I realized that I, too, have quit smoking. Yes? Yes. I had a uh, victory cigar after the Patriots won the Super Bowl. So, And how have you been doing? Um, it's, it's been a journey. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's worth it. it. My life means too much. I've realized that the important things in life are not worth risking the smoking. Congratulations to everybody, smokers, non-smokers, New England Patriots, uh, everyone. How uh, was who- the Super Bowl week? Uh, it was good. It was, uh, it was good. I, I just, I, that, that's my scene, man. I like just, it seems like the best time ever. I like just being dropped into a place where the only thing I have to do is just come up with stuff and execute it. And not all of it's going to be executed. Not all of it's going to be a good idea. For example, I suggested a video to my boss called, uh, sports talk with cigarettes and <laughs> it's just like uh, us talking about sports except we're smoking cigarettes uh couldn't find anybody else who would want to participate in that with me my, my boss uh didn't think it was a good idea whole lot of hey glad you thought that was funny but that's not gonna happen like you would have to people would have to shoot it meaning that they would get all the secondhand smoke yeah it seems and- not a good idea for 2019 like 1988 you would have been a fucking millionaire oh well i would have been a Rich. sex symbol yes. they, they would have been like oh you see i see all those guys talking about sports but who's that guy who's that that guy doing the cigarettes while he's it's wild doing? that that like didn't exist it, so su- supposedly uh when i pitched it 
somebody said that, uh, oh, so it would look like whatever. And it was like an old sports talk show where like they have ashtrays there and they're just like ripping butts as they're doing it, which is exactly what I was suggesting. So, uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I just I like that. And there's uh, you have to worry about fewer things like uh, like, I don't know, like waking up and like the people in your life and just everything. It's uh it's nice just It be- seems like fake life for a week. Oh, definitely. Definitely fake life. But it was uh, a very fun time. I like doing that. I had thought about tweeting about uh, CBS uh, lacking in its coverage and saying, if only uh, you guys had sent one more person. But it would so clearly look like... Whenever I want to say anything on your behalf, it, it would just look like you, were you put me up to me. it. Yeah. You put me up to it, you know? Yeah. So uh, I got your back in an argument on... Uh, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, man, you uh, really got my back. Uh, a couple days ago. Uh, well, oh, I was going to say the uh, Super Bowl one, but also what the uh, one? the pants one. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking oh, of. Oh, that was a, I was going to text you and be like, "Hey, classic alley-oop, huh?" <laughs> uh, so what is what would somebody said to you? Somebody said uh I said like, "Ooh, it was a video of people on the train going to the Patriots parade." And I was just like, "Ugh, yikes. Imagine just being somebody trying to get to work." That it's got to be like the worst feeling in the world because there was people on a train singing "Sweet Caroline." Yeah, just an absolute hell on yeah. wheels. Um, and so somebody replied and was like, "Oh, imagine what it's like to live your entire life with a huge dump That's in your it. pants." And you replied, uh, "Hey, idiot! Hey, idiot! Pete doesn't have a huge anything in his pants." <laughs> so him for you, big time zinger. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You really showed. We him. got him. Classic, <laughs> classic Blackburn being alley oop. Uh, I actually can't identify with that. I when I covered the Bruins, I would always take the train home, and I was always on the drunk train because it was people who Miserable. were coming back from, from the, the Bruins, Bruins game. game, and that was just the worst. I would literally like curl up in a ball, like with my headphones on as loud as I could, and just try to hide. It was, and I'm not like a party pooper or anything. Like I enjoy a good time, and I, I might be a little bit of a party pooper. <laughs> like I enjoy a good time. Like if I'm one of those people. I do not give a shit about anybody else on the train other than my people. Yeah. But if you're in a if you're in a sober situation, uh, just like especially trying to get to work, oh. uh, it just seems like an absolute miserable thing. What uh, what CBS what thing were you talking about where you had my back? Uh oh, uh, where you tweeted uh, something making fun of Wade Phillips again. There's that classic Blackburn Bean dynamic because my entire. Two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl were uh, C.J. Anderson fat jokes, Wade Phillips old jokes. Ninety percent Wade Phillips old jokes. I turned everything back to how Wade Phillips is old. I did a two-minute talk show with uh, Randy down there, and my monologue was, uh, "Hey everybody, I, I ran into Wade Phillips uh, just a couple hours ago, defensive coordinator of the Rams." I told him, hey, congratulations on a great season. You had a lot of success. You've had just such a great career. Uh, go get him Sunday against the Pats. And he said, what? <laughs> because he's old. And Nailed that was, it. yeah, just go. Just like burned him. You got to know. See, uh, b- by the way, Wade Phillips. Is he that old? Way younger than I thought. Yeah, he was. He's 71. Think, yeah, he's not that old. We did he doesn't a, even look like he's like on the verge of dying old. You said, uh, it was Wade remember. Phillips jumping up and down, and you said something about an early bird special, oh, yeah. which I'll tell you, uh, as someone who's uh, pretty big in the Wade Phillips old joke game, 
Uh, that was just like a B minus, <laughs> but uh, I still liked it. I gave it a re- I was like, oh, hell yeah, we're making fun of Wade Phillips for being old. Let's do it. And uh, our guy, Raya, our RL, Ryan Lambert, oh, uh, yes. turned it into a Belichick voted for Trump thing. Yeah. And uh, it was like, dude, it's football. Yeah. It was, Unfortunately, uh, it was everyone not trying Trump. to have a MAGA discussion uh, during Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. We still did it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Briefly. I, I jumped in there, though. We, uh, yeah. I grabbed a screenshot and yeah. just replied, and then I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Uh, speaking of pissing people off, uh, who's more insufferable, Patriots fans or people who don't like the Patriots? Because um, they've both reached crazy highs, and I actually think the answer is people who don't like the Patriots, which is wild, because well, Patriots fans can be terrible. Yeah, but here's the thing. Patriots fans have been terrible for like the last five to six years. You know what you're getting. It's plateaued. Yeah. Uh, the the hate against the Patriots only seems to rise. So I think it's a little bit more insufferable um, because that just keeps growing. You know who sucks? Who? Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Drew McGarry? Ma- uh, yeah. yeah. You, so, I like Drew McGarry. So I look. I know you do. I was going to yeah. call. I was, I'm calling you out. I looked <laughs> at... Uh, I looked at who follows him that I follow, so I can be like, who can I ask about why do you follow this guy? Uh, you are on the list. Why do you follow that guy? Because he's funny, and he's a good writer. Oh, no, he's not a good writer. He's a good writer. He's he, not I, a good writer. He's a good writer. I, I did not like his uh, his Patriots thing. I was going to say, so every time I've read him, it's been like a get a load of what this guy wrote, and... In classic, I wrote about fashion, he overwrites like crazy, he, his sarcasm, like, isn't funny. He, uh... He, like, he's not, he's not like a, a he's not a funny person, he's not a clever person. The jokes that he makes, the examples that he uses for things, are so, like, I compared it to someone who's like, oh, well, you would think that because you're a millennial. He's just a young version of that. He's not like a, he's not like a super clever, like... No. PFT style, like, I'm going to pull this wild-ass reference right. and, like, blow your mind sort of way. But I think that he's very funny. It's been a, I will say it's been a while since I've read anything yeah. that, like, has Knocked really wowed me off. from yeah. him. Um, but he also almost just died. Really? Yeah, so Why? maybe he's uh, he's maybe he's recovering. Was this a, a poor choice to do the... Uh... The Drew McGarry sucks segment? Yes. How did he almost die? Uh, he um, had some sort of incident after the Deadspin Awards and, like, was basically in a coma. Really? Yeah. I got to look up what actually happened, but it was kind of fucking wild. Oh, no. Yeah. That's that's terrible. Yeah, well, you already said you're already on record as saying you hate Drew McGarry. So oh no, no, I, yeah, I know. Like, I, I, I think that he, I think that he's not good at his job. I'm, I'm certainly hoping the best for him. But yeah, that guy's not funny. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what happened here. Um, he's also been uh, he's also been like mean to some good people that I know. Well, so. he really doesn't like uh, Barstool. For sure. Oh well, that that's not it. When, when yeah. someone's when someone's no, mean to Barstool, yeah, I'm like, I, ah, I get it. You're yeah. going with the crowd, whatever. Yeah, or they, or same. maybe they've done something that that offended you. Same. Um... Well, I'm glad that he's okay. okay. I uh, hope that he continues to get better. I. Well, I mean, I think he's fine now. Okay, but like, I really don't like a, his work. He had a very like close run in with death. So did so what. Was it an accident? Was he? Did some? Did something hit him? Did it was? Uh, it was an accident. It is uh, 
Drew McGarry on leave from Deadspin after accident. Um, he posted some sort of in, uh, update, but uh, it was like a health scare or something. Ah, uh, well, I genuinely feel bad that this is the that I brought up uh, his lack of talent at, at this time. But uh, this is something that I that that just in the back of my mind, whenever I saw something that he writes, whenever it's a hey, check out this, I've always thought. You know, for a pretty popular guy, he's not very good, and uh, so I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I feel bad for the timing, but uh, yeah, I do believe that he's not very good. Okay, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. So, uh, Deadspin in general, I think. Pretty, oh, we know your pretty opinions. sucky. We know your opinions on Deadspin. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, is it just is there is there a more disingenuous uh, operation? Than Deadspin. No, I think. I mean, I think that some of their stuff is still good. Um, I kind of like the way that they approach like sports coverage a lot of the time, but I also feel like they uh, are on their high horse a lot more than they should be. Absolutely. So that's my thing for a website that you'd see plenty of times. They would just like they they were as inappropriate as anyone, and they they would take oh, cheap yeah. shots at uh, women and stuff like that. And now that that's not fashionable. They're like, they're the, hey, something's wrong with everybody else website. And uh, I think that's terrible. And this, the staff has changed so much over there that like, that it's, it's almost not the, the same dead spin as before. Who's the, who's the girl that was mean to Charlotte? Uh, I think that it's dead spin. Yeah, no, I think that it, it is. It said like, hey, like, like note to, uh, to like women in the sports media don't be like charlotte or something yeah it's like hey no to anybody just be because, yourself just because she had big cat and pft on her show well also because charlotte's uh growing in popularity i think could be a big part of that as well Well, yeah but yeah. i mean the response to like that the reason that she said that was like don't be like charlotte was because that she right associated or aligned herself with big cat and pft right don't crazy. dislike charlotte because she associates with Big Cat and PFT. Dislike Charlotte because she associates with us. Yes, exactly. Okay? Let's yes. get one thing straight here. <laughs> hey, DJ, did you know that 66% of men lose their hair by age 35? Not the ones that I hang out with. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I actually feel like my hair is is like receding. Is it? On this side of my head. I had this conversation with, uh, someone, with uh, someone who has had hair trans- transplants. Yeah. And he was like, Dude, and I, I was saying, I'm like, sometimes I get the feeling that maybe something's going on, and he was like, nah, you're good. And I know that just because he's had hair transplants does not make him a doctor <laughs> or anything, expert, yeah. but I was like, ooh, I went outside and had such a, a cigarette good, about it, I was so relieved. That is such a good vote of confidence. Um, yeah, uh, maybe it's just like the natural way of things, but my hairline is not where it was uh, a year or two ago, and that's very, very concerning. Um, so... When you start to notice hair loss, oftentimes it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than replace the one, the one you've lost it. Um, so is that hair loss slowly starting to move backwards? Well, you got to do something about it. Uh, and what you want, might want to do about it is go to 4 It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Uh, thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors. They bring the doctor to you uh and they give you medical grade solutions to treat hair loss you know the deal no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements that's a no-go from us hate them yeah exactly uh prescription solutions are which are backed by science 
You can avoid the waiting room. You don't have to go to the doctor. Save hours by going to forhims.com. Just answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review. Uh, your case and prescribe you what you need to fix that bad hair or bad thing you in know. your pants. Um, so, order now. We, If you listen to this show, you're going to get a, a trial month of hymns for just $5 while supplies last. See the website for full details, but it would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Instead, go to forhims.com slash brunch. That's forhims, F-O-R-H-I-M-S, dot com slash brunch for com slash brunch you know what i've been doing of late like for months now i would say smoking cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> no i've quit uh just uh watching one movie over and over and over again like yeah. three million times i know and it's very easy to tell which movie that you've been watching because <laughs> you only talk about it uh so i went from uh it's imp- it's honestly impressive because you will watch one movie over and over and over again and find a way to, to make that like a point of reference for no I matter can what. Stretch com- that yeah, dough, baby! It is insane. I did it with Baby Driver for a while. Uh, I mean, Mamma Mia two. I'm pretty sure I'm still not done with. I'll probably dip back into that every now and then. But yeah, man, your boy's on a John kick. Yeah, that's right. Uh, a John Carlo, John Stanton Carlo. Kick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John Wick two, right? John Wick. Just regular John Wick? I, I'll tell you, I've been renting them both. <laughs> Just buy them, Dave. I should, yeah, man. I, I was going to bring that up. And I'm sure for like $10, they have like a Blu-ray double pack thing. Yeah. But uh, I'm a big fan of uh, starting a movie in my living room. And then, you know what I do next? You go to the bedroom. I take it to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, baby. I say... Uh, you light a couple candles. Shall we go to the bedroom? <laughs> Do you want to get more comfortable? I said, ooh, you know what? Well, I don't say that when I'm moving to the bedroom. I'll well, tell you that. You... I don't say you want to get more comfortable. You want to slip into something more comfortable? That's, I think, I don't think any... like, that, that's I don't like think a dressing anybody... thing. Yeah, yeah I was no, going to say, like, if you're going from not having sex to having sex, <laughs> describing that as, do you want to get more comfortable? <laughs> very, very off base. <laughs> It'd be such a great move. To, to, like, say that, and she, she's, like, thinks like, you're talking about sex. What do you have, sex, like, velvet stuff in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you no, go in there. She thinks you're talking about sex, and you're, like, and I got she, bathrobes she in says, there. She says yes, and you're just, like, all right, let's go get a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my comfort level let's, is uh, yeah, at. Yeah, let's, let's, loosen the, let's loosen the belt a couple notches. <laughs> let's smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> oh, Yeah. That would be great to have a room that's just like the comfort zone, and <laughs> it's just like a. Oh, I I uh, had a. I think I tweeted this. Probably got no retweets. It was uh, the smush room, but uh, for eating in bed. <laughs> it's just a room where there's a bed, maybe a TV, and you can eat in there. And like every day, you just like vacuum the top of the bed. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I would rather have that than a smush room. I mean, there is no reason to have a smush room. There is, is so there disgusting. is no reason to have a smush room. So disgusting, especially that you're sharing with other people. Yeah, it's... like how lazy are? I mean, changing sheets can be a production. It takes me like three and a half days to do, but having an entire room for that's just like gross <laughs> with sex all over it because you'd rather not change sheets is that is that seemingly like why they have a smush room? No, I think it's for uh, privacy's sake, because I mean, uh, oh, they have roommates, and so they have bunk beds. They have. Ru- we're talking about the Jersey Shore, just to get things of course, straight, right? Yeah, okay. we are always talking one, about the Jersey Shore. Uh, one, they uh, they they have roommates, 
in the rest of the house. Yeah. Uh, and there are cameras in every bedroom in the rest of the house. Ah. So I believe this mushroom is for privacy's sake, for, you know, being alone. But I thought that during sex, they have like a, it's like a night vision thing that you barely see the sheets moving, but there's subtitles going on. I would hate to be mic'd up during <laughs> sex. Absolutely not. I do not need. It uh, would just be like, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Mama sorry. mia, here we go again. No, it would just be like light laughing and like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think so. Um, I, I believe that maybe if there were subtitles going on, it would be like the shot of the outside of the door. Yeah. I think that every night vision shot that they had was in one of like the, the televised bedrooms. <laughs> it, would, it would be great if like, you just like lightly hear like circus music. And they were like, I, it sounds like a track that's being played, but I think those symbols are live. <laughs> I believe they're hitting symbols. And in they there. come out with like their hair all messed up and like symbols. And you're like, yep, <laughs> sex. Did it again, baby. Yep. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so I've been watching John Wick. And man, if if that isn't body goals, he looks great. You don't think so? I, I mean, like, I just think that he's a skinny guy. He's like a skinny guy. No, he's sort not of skinny. He is wide. Is he? Yeah, he's just like. I, just, I mean, he wears a suit all the he's time. He's big so. and, yeah, but in the first one, when he's hanging out with the dog, before, you know, there's not too much <laughs> hanging out with the dog uh, scenes. If you in catch the first my drift. One. Yeah. He's wearing pajamas, and uh, you can tell a guy's body by how he wears pajama pants. Like, mm. how that, because it's kind of loose fitting, but like. How the material kind of falls off the buttocks. He, uh, yeah, he's just like a. He's got a good frame in uh, in John. Good for Wick. him. And you know what they call him? John Dick. They call him John Week. John Week. John Week. They never call him John. They never call him. Uh, I know they call him Mister Wick quite a bit. The guy, the uh, the the concierge or whatever, or concierge whatever. The guy from the wire. Whoa, it's the guy from The Wire just doing an accent. Yep. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He rules. Everyone everyone in that movie is great. Uh, proud of you for watching John Wick again. I'm very excited for John Wick 3. Yes. Um, can't wait for that. Although Boban is trash now. Because he's on the Pistons? He's on the or, Sixers. Uh, Sixers, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Sixers keep training for good players, and every time I'm like, eh, doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Which, but I, they I got like Tobias Harris and Boban. But yeah, I, I saw that. Um, but I like when the Sixers trade for good players because it gets their fans excited just to get heartbroken again. Right. Like so, yeah. Like the it Celtics rules. right now, even with all their mess, will beat Destroy the Sixers. Them. Yeah, and it's hilarious because it's every time it happens, it's not even just Sixers fans. It's like the entire national media is like, "Ooh, Sixers, the team to beat." It's like, no. I like that we live in a world now where all bets are off as far as. Uh, like being a good sport goes, Bleacher Report posted a picture of the Sixers' new Big Four, and they were like uh, favorites in the East? Question mark. And Marcus Morris just commented on it, and he was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> the NBA is so great. Yeah, nobody cares. But like, he's not anything. doing it to like troll them or whatever. Like, he just saw that and he's he was like, like "Serious? I don't think so." <laughs> yeah, no, they don't seem very good. <laughs> it rules. Uh, Crashing's back. Oh, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Uh, Crashing is back. It uh, came as sort of a surprise, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw that it was advertised as going to come back. I didn't know the exact date. A and couple months ago, here. I binged it because I couldn't wait for it to come back. Then I forgot about it, and then it was just back. Uh, I love it so far. Same. I think that it is... Uh, 
I think that I tweeted it out like a, a week or two ago, maybe after the first or second episode, because uh, I think we're three deep now. But I think that it has become one of the uh, one of the most enjoyable, most consistent comedies on TV. Yes, yes, and it was so. I remember not loving it in season one. I thought it was good, not great. It, it, it was finding its it, footing. Right, exactly. It, it had some episodes that you were just like, eh, that wasn't amazing. But whatever, I'll watch the next one. Every episode, the last two seasons, has been good. Well, I think where it really turned a corner was when um, it got to a point where like Pete was somewhat successful in stand-up. Because the first season, so much of it was spent, like, he was trying to get into stand-up, but guess what? He sucks. And, right. like, there's only so much of that you can believe yeah. because you're watching a fucking no, show. No, I mean, people do that can do that for a million years. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But, like, I'm saying when it's about Pete Holmes, right, who's a know famous comedian, yeah. Yeah. you're watching his TV show on HBO yeah. about his life. There's only so much of that where you can watch and be like, all right, we know that he's going to be successful. Let's get this show on the road. So I, I think the season suffered from that a little bit, and I know that they kind of had to do that. But... The turning point was when he actually started to, like, be funny. Yeah. And, uh, and like, sort of get in with the crowd because so much of that show, uh, so much of, like, my personal enjoyment in that show revolves around the, the cameos. Yeah. And so, like, once he started to get into the, the comedy scene, they were able to bring in all these cameos and it became really, really cool. Uh, one of my favorite characters, speaking of cameos, uh, so far... And he's not super famous, but uh, I loved this guy. Looked him up after. Haven't watched any of his stuff. Already forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> but he was great. Is uh, Modi. Is that the Jewish guy? The other Jewish guy. Not the guy that gets him the gig. He's the guy, like the second Jewish the guy. The guy that wears like the slimmest fitting <laughs> suit anyone's ever worn. But he's like a little old to be wearing that suit. Uh, he just, his whole like posture, his delivery, everything... I loved him. I thought he was so funny. I thought both of those Jewish guys were fucking great in, yeah. the, in the episode where they performed at, what was it, Temple? It was, Jewish? yeah, something at a Temple. Something like yeah. that. Uh, they did like a stand-up gig a at a Temple. whatever. Something. It's, the... I believe it's Temple yeah. for, for Jewish people. But pardon I could pardon my ignorance, yeah. yeah. I just uh, but... So they did a stand-up gig at the this place of worship, and like these guys were so like resigned to the fact that that's what they do. And they were, like, sort of miserable about it, but, like, not insufferably miserable. They were just like, we could be doing a lot better, but this beats the alternative of, like, having a real job. Oh, right, exactly, (laughs) because, like, it wasn't a Jewish thing. It was a comedian thing. They were just, like, miserable comedians. Like, when they're uh, going through the food and everything, they're like, how do you mess up fruit? They messed up fruit. (laughs) Like. That's, They're like, uh, ooh, the food sucks. The food always sucks at these things. I, I loved that. Uh, but yeah, big shouts out to Modi. I'm going to look up uh, some of his stuff. Uh, we also met two new significant others. Let's start with uh, Ali's new boyfriend. Uh, most painful scene anyone's oh ever watched God. ever. That yeah. guy sucks. That guy absolutely sucks. And they... And he kept say, they kept saying he like was like he was dreamy. great. Yeah, they kept saying like, how great is he, huh? I'm that, like, what? That, that guy is an example of like... Having long flowing hair and still being ugly. Yes, that guy was because he was wearing like a suit, but he was so weird. He just he didn't have the personality for that. I was offended watching that guy. But I don't I think was like if supp- you're gonna have that hair, bro, you better come with some goofiness. But I think the point is that he's not supposed to have it. Yeah, I think I don't know if if they were like really trying to sell him as being like 
the hot shot that yeah. wow, Allie's with him now. Good for her. I will say, Allie looks beautiful this season. Allie is always when, yeah. Beautiful. When like, when he met her and she like she she uh, she was glowing because because yes. I think that, that she's not having sex with Pete Holmes anymore. She's not having sex with Pete Holmes anymore, but she's also doing well now. She's like well, yeah, on Seth Myers and yeah, stuff. Not, not having, having sex, sex with Pete, Pete Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> just doing also just hitting the big two. Uh, Everyone's goal and, uh, success. Not having sex with Pete. Holmes. Yes, and if we're if we're already on the topic. Uh, there are way too many Pete Holmes sex scenes in in this, oh, yeah. this season. <laughs> uh, Jeff made the comparison to uh, girls. It was like a, the the episode where he meets Cat uh, is like a bit like an episode of Girls. Uh, the next episode starts with like eight minutes of Pete Holmes having sex. Yeah. Cut that out, yes. and uh, you know I'll just, just cut that out. On there. Just do cut, anything. Cut that out. Like just make the episode, make the episode eight, shorter. eight minutes shorter. Right. Yeah, uh, like it's one of those things where it's like. I know Pete Holmes is having sex. Mm-hmm. I know that it's happening and, like, good for him. He should. Yeah. I'm not saying that Pete Holmes shouldn't have sex. I'm just saying I don't want to see it. Yeah. I don't need to see it. I right. don't want to see it. And, and it's it's not even like a he's he's ugly sort of thing. It's just like I don't want to see Pete Holmes having sex. Right. Like, se- sex is going to be the worst part of that show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's having sex with uh, his new girlfriend, Kat, who is a very interesting character. I like her a lot because you can't tell whether or not she's a good influence on him. Oh, I know. Uh, I was actually – so I, I wanted you – so you didn't get caught up. What was the last episode? Like the third episode? I think it's the third episode. There's been three season. episodes, yeah. yeah. So that third episode, I needed you to watch it because I needed to talk about – Whether uh, or not that was cool? Yes. Yeah, whether I don't think that was cool. No, I think there was like three different times during that episode which I would have been like, all right. Done. Right. Would have broken up with her. And like Pete thought but it was like says, the greatest I thing in the world. After. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I was uh, like, what? So he's a comedian and he was just rejected uh, from the comedy cellar. And she says, you have to go to the comedy cellar. Uh, we have to buy tickets, sit there and show your commitment. And he was like, hey, just kind of having been around the scene before. That's not something uh, people do. Right. Like that's not something that people do. People would think that like that. That you're, you're desperate. Like too, yeah, right. That you're desperate or whatever. And she's like, oh, come on. Just do it. And he's coming at it from uh, – he's, he's he's making an informed decision. And she's he doing the like, the world. oh, like whatever. Well, she – I think her heart's in the right place. She's like, you got to show initiative. And, right. like, and like any other job situation, that's a, a really good thing to be like you face rejection, but you're still showing initiative. You're still showing like a drive that you but really thing, want this. If you get – if you apply for a job and you interview for it and you're rejected, say it's a sports writing job or something and uh, you don't get the job, your move – is to go and try to get as much experience as you can. So go to as many events as you can, try to cover as many different things. You don't go to that office yeah, as often as you people. can yeah. and watch, watch the people. other people yeah. work. Uh, so she, yeah, her heart was definitely in the right place, but... She has no understanding of the He went world. along with it. It proved to be a very embarrassing thing for him. She then uh, told off a Th- bunch so of the comedians. That was the, that was the most cringeworthy part. Which it was wasn't even, so inappropriate. wasn't even sitting in the crowd. It was uh, after the fact when he talks to a group of comedians. And th- I think I think like the most embarrassing part of it was that she was like, he's so funny. And like that is so embarrassing to have like your yeah. significant other like speak for you yeah. and like go to tr- try to fight your battle for you when you don't need them to do well, that well it's it's a battle that he didn't want to fight for himself not because he was uh, and we we see this all the time with uh with guys doing that for girls you know being like right. 
oh, like, well, what she means is this. And it's like, no, dude, she's just, she's living her life. Right. Okay. Uh, don't, like, you don't need to speak for her. She, if she needs your help, she'll ask for it. It was, I guess it was a really kind of interesting thing to see play out because usually uh, they do this in Master of None too, where they reverse it yeah. and she's doing it for him. It's a thing that, that girls have had to go through still constantly of guys like speaking for them so and like making matters worse. Yeah. So flip it on its head is like kind of a, a good thing, I guess. An but awareness still, the, the, the takeaway well, is it still, still sucks, like, but like... Don't do that for people. Right, yeah. <laughs> Man, woman, right. do not... Do, if if but I'm somebody saying it's does a cool, not need it's your help... a cool thing to see it like sort of that way. reversed. I agree. Yeah. That, that That's that's probably the only positive of that. Because yeah. otherwise you're like, oh, dear God, dude, no, do not, do not. I didn't... I mean, I didn't necessarily think that it was like inappropriate or out of line for her to like make fun of the other comedians in the way that she did it because they're comedians they can take that shit yeah and it sort of shows that she has personality and like a sense of humor yeah but she was being was a little mean way more embarrassing that she was trying to fight pete's battle for him yeah it was i yeah i just and then and then so like the big one at the end of the episode is she they had discussed earlier that pete had an idea for a TV show that he wanted to basically like have homeschooled kids yeah. in his garage and call it homeschool. Yep. And they came up with this idea. Romano hates he, the idea. He absolutely hates it. You can uh, see that coming a mile away, by the way. When he explains the premise for it, you're like, at some point they're either going to make the show and someone's going to point out that it's about a guy who's luring kids to his garage yeah. or he's going to pitch it to somebody and uh, they're going to say that. And when he meets Ray Romano, I'm like, oh, here it comes, baby. <laughs> say it, Ray. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cigarette. Uh, and, speaking of Ray, <laughs> and speaking of Ray Romano, uh, Pete Holmes does the classic brunch Ray Romano impression. He does. Yeah. Just he yells just, Debra. He That's yelled it. Debra. That was it. That's it. So uh, good. Loved it. Um, but yeah, like, so the, like the final thing, well, I guess the, before that was, she basically put him in another embarrassing situation with Ray Romano, but he sort of like volunteered himself to be embarrassed with, with Ray. Uh, but like the big one at the end is that there's the advertisement that they talked about. She put it on one city bus and it is driving around the city with the advertisement for his show that does not exist. Insanely embarrassing. I right. I think it's I think it's funny to advertise something that doesn't exist, but it's that's get some approval, right? Especially yeah. when you're Pete and that's your like career. You're, you're carefully trying to build a brand. Yes, it's your career, and you're going to have a city bus driving around the city, uh, in which people are going to notice your face on the side of the bus. Yeah, little uh, little embarrassing. Several moments where I would have been like, absolutely not. I've known you for about a week. That's yeah. an important detail that we haven't mentioned. Right. They don't know each other very well. Uh, and instead, he's like, I love you. She does. Uh, I, I do like her, though. Same. I think she's very, very interesting and very attractive. Yes, agree. And she's sort of like an acquired taste. When For I, sure. When I first saw her, I was like, whoa, that's a weird looking person. She's <laughs> pale, has like really blonde, bleach well, blonde hair. So like uh, very pale skin, yellow hair, and, and wears a brown, lot of yellow. And brown eyebrows. Oh, okay. But I was going to say just really right. like kind of like a very muted look. Yes. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think she's very, very pretty. Yes. And uh, great body. As yeah. we noticed during the way I too many sex scenes. I did not scenes. see it because my hands were covering my eyes. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, but Crashing is a uh, is a great show if you have not jumped on board yet. It's been a while since we talked about it, but I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Also, uh, the John Wick franchise. 
Nice to meet you. Where you been? I could show you incredible things. Magic madness. Heaven sin. Saw you then, I thought, oh my god, look at that face. You could be my next mistake. Love's a game. Wanna play. New money. Suit and tie. I can read you like a magazine, ain't it funny how rumors fly? And I know you heard about me, so let's be friends. I'm dying to see how this one ends. Grab your passport and my hand. I can make the bad guys good for a weekend. It's gonna be forever or go down in flames. You tell me when it's over, if the high was worth the pain. Got a long list of ex-lovers, they'll tell you I'm insane. Cause you know I love the players. Oh, you know I love the players. Cause you know I love the players. Woo! Oh, and you love the game. Cause we're young and we're reckless. And we'll take this way too far It'll leave you, it'll leave you breathless, baby Or with a, with a nasty scar I got a long list of ex-lovers And they'll tell you I'm insane But I got a, a blank space, baby Oh, I got a, I got a blank space, baby Oh, I got a, I got a blank space, baby, and I'll write your name. Cherry lips, crystal skies, I could show you incredible things. Stolen kisses, pretty lies, you're the king, baby, and I'm your queen, whoo. Find out what you want, be that girl for a month but the worst is yet to come oh no i'm screaming baby i'm crying perfect storms i could make all the tables turn rose garden filled with thorns keep you second guessing like oh my god who is she I get drunk on jealousy, but you'll come back each time you leave, cause darling, I'm a nightmare, dressed like a daydream, whoo, so it's gonna be forever, or it's gonna go down in flames, you can tell me when it's over, if the high was worth the pain, got a long list of ex-lovers, mama, and they'll They'll tell you I'm insane Cause you know I love the players Cause you know, you know I love the players Ooh, oh you, you know I love the players And you love the game Oh, cause we're, we're young and we're reckless And we'll take this way too far And I'll uh, 
I'll leave you breathless, whoo, or, or with a nasty scar. I got a long list of ex-lovers. Oh, and they'll tell you I'm insane. But I got a, a blank space, baby. I got a, oh, a blank space, baby. Whoo, I got a, a blank space, baby. And I'll write your name. Boys only want you if it's torture. Don't say I, don't say I didn't warn you. Boys only want love if it's torture. Don't say I, don't say I didn't warn you. So it's gonna be forever. Or it's gonna go down in flames. You can tell me when it's over. Oh, if the high was worth the pain. Ooh, I got a long list of ex-lovers, mama. Oh, and they'll tell you I'm insane. Cause you know, you know I love the players. You know I love the players. Oh, you know I, you know I love the players. And you love the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, you love the game. Oh, oh, oh yeah, you love the game. Ooh, oh. That was the price of the Switch, dude.